What up, y'all? We got my man KJ52 in the building. He's actually here in Miami, Florida. Yes. And what people might not know is that you're originally from South Florida. Tell the people where you were born. This is not a gang. This is not the Miami University gang. I was throwing out University of Miami, my favorite football team. Uh, Yeah, I was born in Miami, uh, June 26, 1975, Miami-Dade Hospital. And uh, while I didn't necessarily grow up here, you know, I'd be here for Christmases and all the all the family functions. And then uh, first place I ever did ministry that I knew God wanted me to do was right here. Homestead, Florida was one of the Homestead, spots. Homestead, Florida, that's right. And uh, actually, right down the street was another spot. Is a place called Overtown or Overton Projects. Mm. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I so love I love the city. I hate the traffic. And a lot of people don't know that. I just found out I think a couple years ago when we connected that he was originally from South Florida, and I called him the Miami sellout because I've never seen him rap <laughs> Miami in any of his songs. Right? What's up with that, bro? Why well, you- because I have too much respect for the city. Like people move here for like six months. And all of a sudden they're like, am I, am I, hey, am I, yeah. yo, I was like, stop. So I have too much respect for the city and like seeing it become what it is to claim. From it. Yeah, I just want, I wouldn't want to claim it because uh, unless you catch me in a Guayavera rolling down Collins Ave. Yeah. Yelling at somebody. I, I just, I don't feel like yeah. I'm authentic. Yeah. I hear you. You know what I mean? Well, one of the things we like about KJ52, aside from this man being in the game for how many years? Uh, 18 years full-time doing Christian hip-hop, but, I mean, I started, I probably wrote my first rap, 93, maybe? Yeah. 93-ish. And before we even get to your music, you know, what I love about KJ52 is that it's apparent that this dude is not just a rapper, but he's, he's he's a son, he's a husband. He's a father. Man, why is it so important for you to communicate um, family to your followers? Um, To be transparent with you, I kind of grew up in a broken home. And I, as a believer, and also really as an unbeliever, I was like, I'm not going to have that same cycle repeat. Mm. So we just celebrated 20 years of marriage. uh, And I just swore that I would never have my kids grow up in an environment where they had to worry about where they stood mm. in that area. So, um, yeah, man, that's that's really why family is so important to me. So, yeah. And when you, um, I know we, we, we spoke on how your followers have kind of grown up with you. And yeah, You crazy. also have a lot of younger <laughs> followers as well. Do you, when you engage with the fans, do you do you catch a lot of, of them saying that they grow up in a broken home as well? It's a mixture. Oh. So I, I get everything from... Yeah, I grew up in a homeschool environment, super Christian. I used to sneak listening to you because my parents said I couldn't listen to rap. I've had, you know, like, you were my first Christian rap. You were my first rap period because my parents wouldn't let let me listen to rap. To, you know, literally I I just was counseling a girl at my show two days ago who was just bawling in tears because the whole event was about suicide prevention and bullying and, and I did a graffiti piece on how we feel fragmented and how God can bring us back together so it's everything and that's the beauty of what hip hop is is how it can hit everything yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so. and, and, and that's another element about you um, not just a, a rapper but you also just mentioned the youth group you're also a pastor talk about that where, where are you currently pastoring uh, so I'm on staff as a communications pastor in uh, Cape Coral, Florida, where I've lived for probably the last 20 plus years, uh, Cape Christian is the name of the church. Oh, okay. So, but this also isn't your first time being a pastor, right, in ministry? Nah, so I, I left being an inner city youth pastor, uh, all housing project kids, busting them in, that kind of vibe. I left that literally to hit the road and do the music. 
So wow. those yeah. two things have kind of bookended my life. Dope, dope. Well, look, we're going to be right back talking with KJ52. But for right now, check out these new dope videos. <clears throat> All right, we're back with KJ52, Grown and Save TV. And just before this, KJ was mentioning how... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was mentioning how... How I was, I was an airline pilot. <laughs> See, when they have that shotgun mic, it's pointing down. Straight to me, so it won't catch that. Yeah, it won't be going up. But you know I retired from shooting videos, but KJ52, that's a whole other story. <laughs> I bring people out of retirement. I do. I bring him out of retirement. I'm telling you, man. All right. Class of 93, fool. And we're back. I'm your host, Diego C., here at Grown and Save TV. And we're sitting down with KJ52. And he just mentioned how he's been in the game for 18 years. Brother, why don't you tell the people a little bit about how you started? Because I remember listening to you when, you know, back when it was like Sons of Intellect, you know, that hardcore, nitty-gritty, underground hip-hop. How is it that you you started off there and you transitioned kind of away from that? Uh, I think, like, when you start making music, you don't really have necessarily an idea of what of what your trajectory is you're just it's just an expression you know what i'm saying so at the time that's where i was at musically headspace that's kind of the temperature of where hip-hop was um but music is like a computer if you don't update the software it's not going to run the same mm-hmm. so i knew i knew that for me to continue on in my career I had to keep updating the software, so to speak. You know what I mean? So that's all that really was. But part of it was also my own growth. You know what I mean? Like, I realized there was other things. Yeah, you know, so you grow up you're only eating one food. Right. Someone introduces you another food. You're like, oh, this wasn't as bad. I always didn't. So then it, your, your palate becomes bigger. So part of it was that. Part of it was survival. Christian hip-hop was in such an infant stage that it was... It wasn't readily accepted, so I had to make a lot of, you know, concessions for survival in a lot of ways. So it's all those things, you know what I mean? Yeah. But and, and I'll be honest with you, someone told me something at the beginning of my career. He said, if you're willing to compromise on the front end, you'll get what you want later on. And that's literally, it was literally true. Like, here I am all these years later, I do whatever I want. Yeah. Because I've earned the trust of the fan base. And in regards to compromise, is part of the compromise he was talking about was, like, your your underground love? Everything. You know, it could be, I mean, I just wanted to rap. Yeah. I'd write a 45-bar verse. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's yeah. like, no one wants to hear that much. I'm like, that's what I'm trying to say. He's like, listen, you got to, like, no one wants to eat 75 pancakes. Yeah. They want to eat about three. Yeah. So, like, serve it in a way that's that's doable. So that's all it was. And, and honestly, the biggest thing was at the end of the day, I really just wanted to reach people. And so I thought if that helps me reach somebody better, yeah. then it's 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 important that I take that into into consideration. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being in the game 18 years is, is a huge thing, man. It's awesome. Yeah. But have you been able to see that although you're a veteran in the game, you've been in it 18 years, you keep dropping projects, that the fans naturally, because they, they love you or they remember listening to you at a certain time in their life, that they try to want you back at the KJ of collaborations or... Uh, yeah, they'll say that, but I don't think I don't think at this point it's really... A, what I've learned is that <clears throat> people want their heroes, they want them to finish well. So while they may go, this is what I know you for or what I like you for, if they still see you what is considered relevant or still connecting or whatever, it gives them a sort of like a sense of pride. Mm. So 
I, I, sorry, I've done like 17 analogies so far in this conversation, but it's like if you're the older quarterback that maybe your heyday was like 10, 15 years ago, they still want to see Yeah. Even though you may not play the same. Yeah. Um, so there's not been a ton of pushback. I mean, yeah, somebody might be like, I wish you'd write Deer Slim Part 3. I'm like, why would I do that? Yeah. You know, but for the most part, I would say 96% of the fans are amazing. Like, they're yeah. just so supportive. And you can know. you maybe clarify to the fans that uh, do you still drink Coke? <laughs> do you still have a fried cheeseburger or maybe a Mountain Dew? Is that still, like, a question you get? That's the problem with music is they, it's a snapshot. They freeze frame on your timeline because that's what, especially if it was their youth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So your memories of your childhood never age. Yeah. Whereas people do. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. If you're like, oh, man, I bet you want a big, fat Mountain Dew. I'm like, my man, that was 17 years ago. Yeah. I'll still do this song if you want to hear it. That's yeah. no problem. But um, I'm grateful for any support. Like, I, I'm totally independent now. So my fans have, like, crowdfunded my projects, my last four, yeah. by, like, anywhere between 100 to 150, 200%. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we're going to come back and talk to KJ52 about going independent and a certain obstacle he had to go through before that even happened. But before we get to that, enjoy these next dope videos. All right, we're back with KJ52, Grown and Say TV. And KJ, you got a new product that's coming out right now. What is it called? Uh, so a guy that I started with 20 years ago by the name of Golden Child, uh, back when it was Down, literally my Golden first, Child. yeah, it was my literal first project. Uh, we were called Sons of Intellect. I thought, wouldn't it be crazy to put it back out? Then I thought, well, what if we did some new music at the same time? So basically we're dropping the original project and eight new songs on the same day. Wow. So a little then and now, but it's stylistically, it's like an update. You know what yeah. I mean? And how many tracks is it going to be? Well, the original has 15, but we're putting nine out and then another new at eight. How many so. music videos can we expect? <laughs> no, me, probably eight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well, look, it, the, connecting with music now, you have to be visual. It's just the, the yeah. world we live in. So uh, even if I shot eight one-minute videos, I'll do that, you know? Yeah, and, and this is your second project, I believe, that you've been able to raise the funds. Right? Third, actually. Actually, technically fourth if you count my documentary. Wait, so go through it. Let them so know you're Jonah, now, Jonah right? was my first indie project okay. that was crowdfunded 200%. Then I put out the documentary, which came out last February, uh, the Jonah movie about my, my story. And then I put out Jonah Part 2 to come with that. So that was the third one. And this would be the fourth one. Wow. Fourth project. So. Um, and what was the reasoning for you to go independent and, and, and to pursue that? Well, partially, I mean, there's just no money to be made in, like, music. Like, you can't sustain a model off of people streaming because you make .00 pennies off of it. Um, but also it was, like, giving fan experiences. So it, it invites people on the journey. It makes fans feel like, oh, we made the record together. Um, and there's just so many different cloud, uh, crowdfunding platforms to do it on. It was a huge faith step. I was scared to death. But it helps that all those kids that were kids when I started, they're now adults. And they're so, Man, like 85% of my donors are men over 25. And tell them about the, the videographer. Wasn't he a... So, yeah, like literally the guy who shot the documentary was a kid. Yeah. He, he, was, a, he was a teenager in his youth group when he saw me perform at Acquired the Fire. Then he shot my documentary. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, years later. Yeah. So um, I've been around long enough to watch kids become adults, uh, you know, like, for me to go from 25 to 43, while that is a life change, it's not that much of a life change. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you go from 15 to 32, yeah. that's a yeah. big difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I, 
that's what I was criticized for back then. I was criticized for, for speaking to the youth, you know. Oh, you should do grown-up rap. Really? And, and not that I was like, I'm going to make kid rap. It wasn't really that. I was just like, I'm going to bloom where I'm planted. But, uh, yeah, I was definitely criticized for it. But those guys are now paying my bills. Yeah, yeah. So I know we got this Lord project coming out, Sense of Intellect, and we want everyone to support that. But also, after this project, what do you have in the works? Uh, I'd like to write my first book, um, but not necessarily a book about anything specific, but more about the things we just talked about. So literally a book of stories. Yeah. So stories from the road, stories from my life, stories from the songs. Just that's the thing that universally everyone's into. You know, they want to hear what happened. Or, like, if you said something, I would go, oh, dude, you should, let me tell you something, da-da-da. Yeah. Like, I would love to have that conversational nature. And, and it's not even necessarily chronological. Yeah. Like, you read one story, you're like, oh, man. And then you go, you can jump ahead 20 pages to another story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's going to be the next project you're going to be pursuing? Yeah. That's what's up. That's, brother, I appreciate you joining us on Grown and Say TV. Yeah, man. Checking out from Miami, Florida. Holla.